0: You. Are we not recording our oh, wait, video? It's,
1: it wasn't. It was on picture. It wasn't on. <laughs> it was on video. <laughs> so that's okay. Like the video lady. is not going Can you yet. Hand your phone to you? Can picture? Wait, I'm like, ah, how do you set the remote?
0: <laughs> so that's for real. Welcome to Talking Grit, Matt.
2: Episode 16 17 or eighteen. <laughs>
0: I think it's. We're not quite
2: sure which one for sure.
0: <laughs> 16, 17, or 18. We're recording it, recording it for YouTube, and our video camera is being weird. So she's just gonna do it, and she'll get it together.
2: <laughs> Shot an iPhone.
0: I know iPhones are really. They actually have like the best cameras for video.
1: And portrait mode eliminates your need for an SLR.
0: And there you go. Yeah. We're learning something new before we even start the official podcast. <laughs> So, we're just gonna go ahead and start. Um, hi, I'm Cassie. I'm from Grit Cycle, and I'm on Talking Grit with Matt Bourne. That's me. And I'm gonna say Casey, and I'm, I know you have two
1: last names. I don't
0: wanna no, say No, my, my,
1: my only last name is Taramina.
0: Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So, there we go.
1: Yeah, Casey Taramina. Casey Taramina. Yes. Wait, Nina. Taramina. Taramina. <laughs> if you wanna be proper. But so, most people say Taramino. Termino. But it's not that. Terramina. There's an A. Yes, at the end. there is. Yes, yeah, like the city in Sicily. <laughs> so
0: we're here. It, oh my gosh. Did you see the um, chef's table about the chef that took the, in, in the place where they're famous for the Marcona almonds, and they made the almond granita? No. Oh, it's gnotto. The okay. part of Italy called okay. gnotto. I love
1: that show. I, haven't, okay, you I have need not to seen watch it, yet.
0: And then you need to make me the almond granita. Okay. okay. You're the second person I've asked. All right. I, I'm sure it's in the card. I like making fresh food for people. So I'll do that. It, it's frozen. So well, <laughs> Frozen,
1: fresh, healthy.
0: <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Casey, tell us who you are and what you do. Okay.
1: It's so funny when people say tell us It's me a long list. Right. All right. Um, uh, Casey Taramina. I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, my job is a real estate broker. I own a couple of other businesses. A bridal gown store I opened uh, 15 years ago. Wow. That was going to be
2: one of my secret things that I knew about okay. you. <laughs> you ruined that part of the story with <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's like, see if you know anything not else. Not only oh. do you sell houses <laughs> and are a broker, I sell quintinietas. Also, said. is it in <laughs> Uh Yeah,
1: it's in Anaheim, that store. But um, yes, I'm a mom of two great kids, William and Charlotte, and married to an awesome guy named Webb Travis. Um, fitness. He can do the splits. He can do the middle splits, which is weird. I, he's more flexible than I am, and he's like a beast. Um, I really love exercise. I have a lot of energy, and so exercise is an important part of my day. And um, Grit Cycle was where I learned to first spin. My very first spin was with you, Matt. Yes. did? Mm-hmm met at the 12 right yes yes back, when back um many years ago when did you do um, i remember when i could get into matt's classes just by walking up and there was only like seven people <laughs> oh when it was like before it was like the only the first week was like 10 45
2: the first couple months
1: that's right it was only the first week <laughs> i that think it was 9
2: 30. it might have been nine thirty when it we was,
0: first started yeah oh my gosh i love yeah. that okay so wait you own a bridal store I'm yeah I, I, no,
1: I opened it 15 years ago i thought i actually originally initially opened it to be a quinceanera dress store yeah um i grew up in anaheim i speak spanish so one of the buildings that my family owned i created a a place for quinceaneras like a special events facility mm-hmm. and then people kept asking me to provide them the dress so then i said oh sure i can do that so i opened a, a quinceanera dress store and eventually became a bridal gown store it's still open it's called mariposa boutique and very popular friends. I feel like I've been there. Most people in Orange County yeah. have been there at least once. I love it. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of. Like I'm a my
1: lifelong girlfriend. entrepreneur, hustler. Are we sisters? Of. Yeah,
2: I think we are. You really are. I know. Right? I think we might. She's be. still in yeah. the nail salon.
1: What? I I no. I <laughs> the, the nail lounge, lounge. right down I, the
2: street.
0: You still in the
1: nail lounge? I to the na- I'm the one that started
0: the nail lounge. I, I had my place. first clothing store when I was 18 years old in Thousand Oaks, where I'm from. Also, a native Southern California girl. Wow. What? You were born in Anaheim. Anaheim. Reborn, because I was born in Whittier.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Whittier Presbyterian. Or, yeah, North Orange
0: County. F Y I, the girls are prettier and whittier. <laughs> just saying. I uh, have good hair. <laughs> I do. Have good hair. Um, so you started coming to Grit in 2013. Yes. You left off one thing out of your resume. What's that?
1: Aren't you a Bravo celebrity? Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, uh, being on Bravo, people think that uh, I was like a house Real Housewife of Orange County, and I like to say that they just people just happen to follow me around with a camera doing my job. And yes, the show was awesome to film. We filmed it for a year mm-hmm. um, called Real Estate Wars. And um, I'm a very um, loving and neutral person. I don't like to have any enemies. So I think it was tricky for me to navigate being on a show where they encourage you to be sort of uh, negative and competitive. But I was able to navigate that and come out, you know, random people stop me in the street and say, oh my gosh, you're my one of my favorite people, you're so nice, and whatever happened with that job interview that John McMoneagle did, and I've had really positive feedback from the show. It was a lot of fun, um, and it really taught me a lot about filming. Um, I've been filming some shows for DirecTV now, some small real estate uh, related episodes of, uh, you know, Find My Next Vacation Home, and. Other stuff, fun stuff, 30 minute episodes. And a
2: supercar. Were you, yes. Were you a supercar oh, yeah. salesman that, for a yes. little bit? Yes.
1: Yes. One of the new shows that I developed, and <laughs> I'm going to be the host of, is basically like Lies of the Ultra Wealthy Revealed. So, we go and we, um, we're just going to be- get back to filming that after the summer. But we go and we find, you know, the other, like two months ago, I drove a $500,000 Lamborghini, I think it was. And uh, there's only like 50 of them in the world. So, that's really cool. I was, uh, it's really fun. It's, filming was amazing because I was able to, it opened doors up for me because people think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I was pretty happy with how it was presented on the show. Did you get to meet Andy Cohen? I did not. Our show was not renewed, so I did not get to even meet him. You didn't even get to go and watch
0: What Happens Live? No. Maybe you could be a bartenderess? W- maybe I can. Do you watch that show? Um,
1: you know, I don't watch TV.
0: <laughs> wah,
2: wah, wah, okay, wah, wah, wah. let me just say my podcast.
1: Okay. I actually would more likely listen to something than I would watch yeah. um, um, I wake up at 5am with Webb every day because he trains people and we have bulletproof coffee, whatever we, we have our routine but I get up so early then I do work before the kids wake up do my whole day, work out, work and by the time I'm back home and they're in bed and it's like 9 o'clock at night we have to go to bed by 10 I just don't spend a lot of time getting hooked on shows, so maybe I watch some stuff on Netflix every once in a while. It probably like Ozarks. makes you better. Yeah. Oh, Ozark. we just started watching Ozark. Oh my Ozarks god, you're gonna want to. It's gonna be <laughs> so like good. what was that show where they did the meth? Um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. It was yeah. like I, I'd be like up till two watching. Like why am I why am I watching a show about meth? I don't even do drugs. Why do I care about this show so much? That's but, what
0: makes it so interesting. And I think it's
1: fun when you can watch shows that are really well produced because they allow you to escape. Yep. Um, whereas, you know, reality shows typically um, are really irritating for me to watch. Uh, that
0: You know, it's very interesting that you say that because I, in the office, the girls know every day I've come in for the last two weeks and, and I've said, I wish you were watching Younger because then we'd have something to talk about. So Younger <laughs> is a show that was on TV land. Okay. It's a 20. Well, it's 20 minutes without commercials. It's very light. Mm -hmm. like a cross between Sex and the City and Devil Wears Prada it's on now on TV land but it's in season six so I've been watching I just started watching like three weeks ago with season one and I always have been a real Housewives fan. Okay. And I'm not watching any of the Housewives right now because I can't take the yelling yeah, and the screaming. It's, yeah. it's just so against everything that I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't watched it for about a year. Wow. So,
1: yeah, I think that, you know, with my job, I'm a real estate broker, but I really look at myself as a, more of a professional negotiator. So, all mm-hmm. day long, um, I'm trying to balance two people's objectives and keep everybody happy as we go along this path and remember what the goal is. So that can get pretty, I feel
2: like we do the same thing. Oh my gosh, I bet you. <laughs> you but have managing, no idea. You guys manage people's expectations yeah. and,
1: um, and you want to make sure that everyone feels great after the end of a class. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's because that keeps people coming back. That keeps people telling other friends about you and, there are a lot of options for people. There's a lot of fitness options for people. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like there's way too many realtors around here. So you know, it's it's important that those little tiny details are taken care of, but that can wipe wipe you out.
0: <laughs> it's well, you have to. I think you have to, like you said, kind of protect yourself mm-hmm. and your energy and your vibe or whatever. It's a little woo woo, but we totally get it in here, um, so that you can be that person. I'm very protective now of what. Comes in mm-hmm. so that what goes out is up, up there. Yes. Now. Yeah. Um, before we turn on the cameras and the microphones, you start talking about uh, your philosophy on how the way someone works out shows a lot about who
1: they are in life. Is yes, that- I believe you can absolutely tell a lot about a person by the way they work out. And if let's I'm just listening. say you imagine a gym floor or you imagine a spin studio, any kind of group workout environment or isolated but you know if you see someone who is you know they're taking lots of pictures and just they're kind of just to be there or who um, doesn't want to get their hands dirty or what has to wear gloves or doesn't try very hard they're always going to you know do the same weight that's probably someone who's not ever progressing in life Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying there that's a problem if people just take it easy at the gym but if you look at the people who are um really Driven and really type A and making big moves in their lives. They're usually people who are athletes and people who are, or people who are have some type of regimen to care for their body. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that when I don't exercise, um, I I get a little crazy. Whether it's like crumbling or I get really bitchy or whatever it is, but when I have the opportunity to release the energy that needs to get out of there so that the good energy can be presented right in front of people, it's better for everybody. Um, I have been an athlete since I was in high school. I was a rower, and then I went into Boston University and was a, a rower there. And after college, I was a fitness competitor and also a CrossFit competitor. So I've had a lot of um, physical, you know, hardcore physical sports that I've participated in. And I've always liked to push myself. Um, I expect a lot of myself. I expect a lot of others, but I expect a lot of myself. So I always assume that I can be better. And, um, And I carry my my workout style and my routines through to my business. So when I'm in the gym and I say that, okay, that, you know, I used to be able to deadlift 150, well that's not good enough. I want to deadlift 200. So I set that as my goal and I had the same kind of goals for business. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, last year I sold $55 million in real estate. This year I want to sell 75 and I don't ever want to get stagnant. So I, I carry through that intensity, um, and expectation for myself sort of, among both. And also as a mom. Um, mom, being a parent, as you know, is a non-stop 24 hour job. Even when your child is sleeping, you're thinking about them, wondering how you could have been a better parent, preparing for the next day, you know, thinking about ways you can enrich their life. So, you know, all of, through, through my entire day. Um, Katie
2: has no idea what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> I try to implement those sort of same strategies that I do in my workout throughout my business routine too.
0: I love it. Yeah, My daughter went to Boston University.
1: Did she really? She did. When did she study?
0: Uh, she graduated with a degree in communications, but okay. she's in her second year of law school in New York. Oh,
1: great. Yeah. Wow. The comms school at BU is great.
0: It is um, a really good school, a great mm. place to come of age. Yes. But I agree with the parenting aspect of that, mm-hmm. like, you can, and about not being stagnant. I think, yeah. I don't know if you've been, I feel like you've been like we're really are cut from the same bolt of cloth. <laughs> uh, because something I always say, a few things are my workouts are non-negotiable
1: Okay.
0: because if I don't take care of me first, no one's gonna get taken care of right. very well at all. Right. And that I'm always looking to better myself because I don't ever want to be standing still. Mm -hmm. And I see people, I'm gonna be 50 in like two weeks. No way. Swear to God. That's crazy. And I see people, women specifically my age, who lose that hunger Mm -hmm. and they become stagnant and stuck mm-hmm. and they're bored and they're overweight right. and they're miserable and they're not creative and they're not laughing and they're not having fun and i think you know going back to what you originally said about moving your body like it keeps you in forward motion and momentum mm-hmm. and that momentum spills over into every aspect of your life mm-hmm. and not every workout has to be balls to the wall no but i move my body every single day for that reason that i'm a better person i'm nicer i'm a, i'm a better communicator i'm more creative all of the above right and it seems selfish to outsiders who don't get it my family would never ever ever question my workout ever because right. they know they're going to get the better version of me
1: well people depend on your energy and your spirit I mean, what, not
0: he, just your yeah. family, but the people clients? that are in our lives. I mean, well, or how about just being a better driver on the road? That's true. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, you're. Trust me, you do not ever want to be in the car and someone can't honk it. at you with Matt born in the car. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Matt, <does laughs> so not what Matt is not like, Matt, like <laughs> as a driver.
2: I'm a pretty good driver.
0: Matt doesn't like it when people honk. Yeah, I can't, I'm, not can't a fan
2: of people, I'm not a fan of people honking.
1: He's honking not, is for emergencies, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> not like all the time or like. <laughs> You want to get in somewhere. You don't just honk at people. For no, no reason. people are very <laughs> impatient. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I would, just talking to you and listening to you, I view you as someone that clearly has a lot of grit. So that's obvious that we're going to bring that into the conversation. But do you think about that word grit? Or do you? can you just take a step back and look and say, I mean, at one point I would imagine this all just didn't fall into your lap. You had to have that work ethic. Yep,
1: I would say that... Grit to me uh, means many things, but endurance is a word that comes to top of mind. And if like if we any of us think about times in our lives that we were able to get through, at first, they seem impossible. A couple of years ago, I went through a divorce, and um, there were many nights when I was not with my children, and I felt so sad, and I wondered what I was doing. And, um, and I think knowing that if you just take one moment at a time, you'll get through it. I think the same thing... Um, carries on in other difficult things like in hard financial stress um, or you know a time when you have slow business um, or maybe you're having a trouble in your relationship that grit meaning the ability to keep going forward even though something's uncomfortable or difficult Mm -hmm. um, knowing that something else great is on the other side is is what that means to me are you ever gonna write a book I think I'm better at talking. I'll let Stephanie write my book. You can have a (laughs) ghostwriter. There are
0: companies, or Stephanie, that will write your book for you. If you wrote a book, what would it be about?
1: People ask me about how to negotiate all the time. Um, And I would like to think that I have zero enemies in this world. Um, And even when I was going through my divorce, I said from the very first day, and it's amazing how many people, first of all, are divorced around here. But I said from the very first day, I will not leave um, a path of destruction through this. It's going to be hard and uncomfortable, but I want to make sure that every time I make a decision, that no one, that that it's mindful of everyone's feelings, and that's sort of the way that I do business as mm-hmm. well. Um, and so I think that there's um, I'm going on another podcast where they want me to specifically talk about negotiation, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people think about negotiating as being a hard ass and getting your way and grinding people. And that's, a, that's the way a lot of people do real estate deals, is you know, they see a beautiful house and they lowball an offer and they criticize the property and they think they're gonna get a good deal. And I see people have a lot of different negotiation tactics. And, um, and I'm, I hate to say I'm able to get anyone to do whatever I want, but I'm pretty successful at encouraging most people to do what I think is best. <laughs> so um, And the way that I get there is really, it takes time to step back and say, okay, what is your goal and what have you, what have you expressed or not expressed is your goal and what is this other person's goal and what are the ways that we can get there so that everyone comes out at the end feeling like they won mm-hmm. because you never want to, um, get through a negotiation with one side feeling like they're the loser and the other side is feeling like the winner. That's not a successful deal. Um, and so making deals, um, I make deals every single day. And there are so many little things that, um, that can have something that can cause a deal to fall apart. And usually they're not actually related to the actual deal. They're emotional, dr- emotionally driven or something, someone got cut off and then they decided that everybody is, you know, an asshole for the day. They don't want to do any deals. I mean, there's so many factors that come into negotiating. So if I was going to write a book, it would be about that. Um, I think that, you know, not even just business negotiation, but relational, um, you know, with a spouse or a friend or A child? I was going to say, your kids.
0: (laughs) Trust me, the biggest negotiations that you are going to make are going to be with your 13-year-old on a Friday night (laughs) in September. (laughs) Are you negotiating with your son yet?
2: A little bit. Vanessa's a very good negotiator. Oh, I really like, she, she is
1: the master. And she's
2: with him, too. Like, I'm more of the, I'm going to grab your hand and I'm going to take you there. Not I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm not, not I'm going to figure out why we course you into her, into the car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Vanessa, uh, your wife, is. Um, I helped her with a couple of real estate-related things. And I was just amazed by her. She would, she would tell me to do a certain strategy. And I thought, are you sure about that? And we did it. And I just... She's tenacious.
2: She's very confident.
1: Yeah. yeah very confident. Like and, uh, she gets
2: me to believe shit all the time. Like and then I'm like, wait, what? And then like, then like 15 minutes later, I was like, that was not even close to her. What are you talking about? She's very smart. <laughs> She's really beautiful too, yeah, so that helps. She is, very <laughs> she
1: is very smart and very beautiful. Uh-huh. Two really good things. Um, I would also say that um, my parents used to say that I had a bleeding heart. And I have, my whole life, have always been the person who would help little old ladies cross the street, like truly. I've helped elderly people for a long time. But in high school, I was a special ed teacher, teacher's Mm aide, and I took um, kids with Down syndrome to prom two years in a row. And, you know, being kind and and just like pouring your heart out on people, even if you get bumped and bruised and, and, you know, scarred along the way, you have to remember to, I talked to Stephanie about this, and how do you... After you go through a bad breakup or getting cheated on or lied to or having a shitty time in your business, how do you how do you pick yourself back up and give the world 100 percent of yourself without getting layered with scabs of, of life? And mm-hmm. and it, that's a hard thing to do. It takes a lot of um, effort, but it's really important that everyone deserves to get all of you. Um, yeah. And so you know to to take every lesson. You know when you when I look back. Um, on certain experiences in my life that were difficult, I realized that I, something can be taken from each of those. You never quite know when you're going to realize what that was. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, some. if I was to write a book, I'd also write a book about how to be nice. How to be kind. Yeah, we talk about that. Yeah. We just
2: do a lot of Gary V. It's oh, like he's so Kindness cool. always wins.
1: Yeah,
0: kindness Absolutely. always wins. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, we were going to have to label this podcast D for deep.
1: Because
0: I'm like, just hanging on your every word. Oh, was that, yeah. would you like
1: to talk about like a product I can sell? Tell me
0: more. Uh, God. <laughs> um, okay, so what is next? I mean, you, you to me, like when you list your... Yes. Accomplishments, yes. achievements, things that you're working on. I'm like, wow, Bravo Liberty. No, that's at the top. No. Um,
1: but what, so you said that you're filming some shows for DirecTV. Yeah. So the shows are fun. And mm-hmm. if you're saying what's next for you, like, what are you yeah, working what on? What are you going to do next? I love real estate. It pays my bills. I like negotiating and I like help people helping people achieve residential and commercial real estate satisfaction. Um, but my passion is really health and fitness. Mm-hmm. My husband, Webb, is an amazing trainer. Uh, he just left Equinox and is now um, working on a really cool project on his own private personal training. And I think that there is a big disconnect between the food part and the fitness part. Mm-hmm. And so he and I are creating a brand that will help combine that and really help educate people. Um, I, I love the phrase that we are blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. And that so many people, I, I love I think that so much love can be expressed through food. And I love showing people um, healthy alternatives to things that surprise them and allow them to make great change. Um, Webb has a a client. uh, She's a a long, long time grit person. And Mm -hmm. she has been successful at losing a considerable amount of weight um, through Following his fitness regime and also making big dietary changes. Um, She's lost about 70 pounds and she looks unbelievable And I'm so proud of her amazing, but it's amazing to see that the um, change that food has made in her progress because You know, she was working out five to ten times a week and now by changing her food um, Has been able to really achieve her goals. So um, my next one of my next things will be um, related to food and um, instructional videos also events where people can come and we can learn how to cook. So I eat paleo, gluten-free. I was eating keto for a while, but it's a little bit too much fat for me. But I make things that people really love. I make um, paleo pancakes out of coconut almond flour with chia seeds and hemp seeds and bananas Ah. and eggs and coconut oil. And they're so delicious. And everybody loves eating them. So I really, I probably give away 12 pancakes a day. I know that sounds funny. But I love that people eat them. Like, this is so good. And I love that people are loving they don't even realize they're not eating you know bisquick and um whatever that old crusty is with the, with the with the um syrup this Bisqu- oh mrs. Butterworth. mrs butterworth you yeah. know what i'm saying crusties yeah and mrs butterworth but it, it um it makes me feel good to feed people and for them to be excited about eating healthy
0: so and we were talking about the um training 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 what the saying is you can't out train a bad diet absolutely and that's yeah. A it, big it amazes one.
1: me when I hear um, you know stories from Webb when he says uh, this woman wants this goal but she refuses to give up her glass of wine every night. Well, it's just interesting. Yeah. Or, or you know I don't eat breakfast but then I eat you know a bagel for lunch. I mean just the things that people do that unfortunately um, sabotage all the hard yep. work.
0: So much of it's psychological. Yep. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Matt always asks the final question. Okay. What, Sorry, would your b- b- what
2: would your billboard say if you had a billboard? It could be personal, business, anything. If you just have oh a billboard God. that everybody drove by every day, what would you want us to say? Oh, man.
1: What should it say? <laughs> She's asking the okay. I'm asking. I'm calling my lifeline. Um, <laughs> the other day, I was walking down the street with my daughter. and Or I don't know. I was walking at Fashion Island with my daughter, holding her hand. I said, Charlotte, let's do an experiment. I want you to try and smile at random people and Lock your eyes at them and smile and see what happens. And so we did it as an experiment, and she was really surprised to see that people smiled back. So my billboard would probably tell people to make sure you smile at a stranger today.
0: I like it. Yes. Yeah. I'll take
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, where can people find you? They can find me on Casey at kacytaramina.com. K-A-C-E-Y-T-A-O-R-M-I-N-A. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> um or what's, just, you what's know, your
0: favorite social media channel of choice
1: i love instagram and it's at casey termino
0: i love it yes well thanks for coming thank i feel like i'm gonna me. have like three hours alone. so i you. just moved <laughs> down the street from
1: you guys i was just gonna uh, say a she's an east sider now you better believe i'm gonna walk to your classes now yeah. Yeah. okay good
0: <laughs> yes i'm so excited thanks bye. for being on the podcast thank you okay bye. bye